Hi there, this is Erin Nicole, and you're listening to the Move Happy Movement podcast. This is a special episode for our brothers and sisters in Israel. The Holy Spirit desires for me to share some music with you to keep you hopeful, um, inspired, and to remind you that the creator of the universe is in charge of it all. He knows how many days are numbered for each of us. Our prayers go out to you. Um, All of these songs are originals, uh, songs that I've written or co-written. This first one is for all the veterans and first responders that kept me alive when this, this evil group called the Illuminati Deep State um, paid to have me killed in 2020. Our, our veterans that look out, look out for our top-level leadership decided to protect me. Veterans and first responders, I only met one from each political party, but I do know that they chose, they chose to keep me alive. And so I continue to show them honor, and I know that they look out. They look out for other nations as well, so we all need to join together to support you. So I hope that this, this is just acapella, this is just me, just actually I'm in my closet right now. I'm just singing into my iPhone. Uh, I've got 21 days left of my own housing, and my husband has been on assignment. They tried to kill us last year when he asked to retire, so there's a lot of division everywhere, but I'm believing. I'm believing for a big turnaround for you and for all of my brothers and sisters around the world. I'm a descendant of King David. And I'm learning more about my Jewish heritage. Um, it might be a small level of DNA from, from there, but uh, I am a descendant of his. And my heart goes out to you guys. Here we go. How can I repay you? For the love you demonstrate to me. Oh, and how can I give you the thanks you deserve from me? I don't think I can, but I'm gonna give it my best today. I'm gonna tell the whole world they better think of it and pray. I don't wish I was any other person in my place to the men and women serving so that I can sing today. I thank you. I thank you to those who gave their I thank you, I thank you for swearing an oath to protect me. How can people say the horrible things about you while you're busy standing watch? I get a second chance because of you. And I thank you, thank you to those who raise their life. I thank you, I thank you for doing what you felt right i sing the song for you in case you forget to all the men and women serving so that i can be my best i thank you and thank you to those who risk their I thank you, I thank you for swearing an oath to protect me. I sing the song for you 
So don't you forget to all the men and women serving. Thank you for giving your best. And I had shared that song. I had written it in safe housing. If you're not familiar with what that is, that's when you're experiencing like domestic violence or you're afraid for your life and you get emergency assistance housing that is protected. No one knows where you're at except for first responders and whatnot. And um, I had met a homeless veteran and he took me under his wing. I had written it because he took care of me. He got me protection when the richest of the richest people of the world, the Epstein Island people, had paid to have me killed. They paid Biden's top security man, but Biden's top security man decided to do the right thing and sent me to a better team that was more qualified, more experienced, because he was brand new in his position. They worked together to keep me alive. He accepted her payment because if he wouldn't have, she was a PhD in divinity, a wolf in sheep's clothing. We are in the end times. We need to gather together, band together. We are all the body of Christ. And I'm grateful for all of the warriors. I call them my, my warriors of light. They're all over the world looking out for people that are doing good. You never know. If you can help someone in need, be kind. Choose love. You never know what someone is going through. This next song I wrote with him, uh, the homeless man. He had been homeless sleeping outside for two and a half years when I met him. At that point, he had been in, uh, it was like a motel situation for about six months. So he had been homeless for almost three years because he gave his home away to a family with five children sleeping outside in America. And he didn't realize that the wait list was so long. He had protected top-level leaders his whole life. And they have so much money. So much. So many of them are so rich. And they choose to not even help their own. So he made a decision to help this family in need. And that's why I met him. And... We fell in love. I married him last year, and he asked to retire from his government job. And they tried to kill us both, because I have been in a contest for three years. I am your global ambassador for mental health, and my husband owns every title with me. And uh, we're first in history, chief spiritual officers of America. They killed, tried to kill two ministers in America. Darkness is everywhere. Our hearts go out to you. This song he and I wrote, the Holy Spirit inspired it. I was on a walk outside in our second safe house together. And um, the melody came to me first, and then a few days later the lyrics came, and he helped me write it, and he didn't want any credit. He said, just write veteran. I want all veterans to get credit. Because this wolf in sheep's clothing that had paid the payment to have me killed... She had uh, convinced me, actually, on today's date, three years ago, uh, is the um, World Mental Health Day. I was writing a song for everyone during the pandemic. A free song, just a gift, a service to the world to spread the love of the Father. And she asked to help me finish the song. And then she tried to steal it from me while I was in safe housing and have me killed. She was a very evil person. Uh, they took her out a few months ago because she committed capital crimes. My, buddy, my husband and his buddies, military lawyer, are not allowed to pay a payment and use government leaders, use their security teams to kill somebody on American soil. Nope, absolutely not. Absolutely not. So he and I wrote this song. It's called The World Needs Your Love. <clears throat> oh, I'm going to try not cry. Here we go. I wish they knew you. Help me to shine through. Demonstrate your love 
to those most unlikely to believe that you love them help me be an example i pray the world needs your love help me to be more than enough the world needs your love i know i can't do it without you the boys and girls need your love Help me to shine like you do. Love they, them, theirs need your love. Help me to love like you do. Help me to share you. To all of the nations, the widows and the homeless too to the forgotten whom served their country the least likely to get to know you the your love help me to be more than enough the world needs your love i know i can't do it without you the boys and girls need your love Help me to shine like you do. The they, them, theirs need your love. Help me to love like you do. Help me to be more like you. Help me to love like you do. Help me to be more like you. Help me to love like you do. No matter what, I will follow you to the ends of the world. I'll go wherever you send me. In search of your children, every boy and girl, no matter what, I will follow you to the ends of the world. I'll go wherever you send me. In search of your children, every boy and girl, the world needs your love. Help me to be more than enough. The world needs your love. I know I can't do it without you. The boys and girls need your love. Help me to shine like you do the they them theirs need your love help me to love like you do and my husband really had a problem with the line the they them theirs need your love but i said the father created all of us and there are some human beings that have both genitalia, they're born with it. I said, what is the meaning of that? And he said that there have been plans for a long time. They have on purpose been trying to change our DNA to obliterate all human beings off the face of the earth through changing things, chemicals in our food, 
through airborne biological warfare, all kinds of things. But the father doesn't make mistakes on his children. And what a challenging thing for a mother and a father. In, in the U.S., I think you have five days to decide whether your child is a boy or a girl. But the, the creator of the universe created all of us in his image. And if you look in the Latin for the Holy Spirit, it is of feminine origin. Uh, I believe that the creator of the universe is above all gender, doesn't desire for any of us to have sex at all. And I'm talking procreation. He doesn't make mistakes on us. If we devote ourselves to serving him, like Joan of Arc did in the 1400s, she was celibate. She died at 19, though, but she was burned at the stake, and we still know her name today, hundreds of years later. And he told me, he whispered to me in 2021, right around the time this song, maybe a week or two after that, um, I wrote in my journal when he speaks to me, and he said that I have the spirit of Joan of Arc within me. I had no idea that she had devoted herself to the military of France. <laughs> and they uh, they used her gifts of visions. I had no idea until earlier this year when I looked up her history. And that's just one of the three spirits that live within me. That's what the Holy Spirit revealed to me. I have the, the spirit of Joan of Arc, Mother Teresa, and her gift of service, of connecting all religious belief systems in their final days of life. In hospice, she had... Uh, orchestrated, I think, 4,500 hospice centers worldwide. And I desire to spread his love. The Father desires for unity and peace around the world. And my third spirit that lives within me is Gandhi, which he comes from, I believe, the Hindu faith. I know that he was a peacekeeper in my history, and I learned about him in junior high and high school. And I'm sure there's all kinds of things that people will say in different cultures and different religious backgrounds and belief systems. But I believe the Father uses it all to spread his love around the earth. And when too many evil people are harming the children of the world, he says enough is enough. And he creates famines. He allows for wars and destruction to get rid of a lot of the evil in the world. What's happening in Israel is, is a travesty. I hope that our military starts sending some troops over to support you. We are praying for you. This next song um, I wrote earlier this uh, last year, December 18th, 2022. Um, the Holy Spirit had gifted it to me. It has kind of a Russian-Ukrainian uh, kind of piano part to it. Uh, it's multiple languages. We've got, I think, nine different languages. I sing it in English, and then I translate it into um, Russian. This is based on the... Um, Google Translate, so I, I do apologize if I'm pronouncing things incorrectly. I do have a hearing impairment, and these um, nasty tech people that mess with my technologies, they block one of my earpieces in all of my devices, even when I buy new headsets, uh, because they know that about me, and they've been trying to get me upset and take me out of the competition or get me to quit, but we are seven days away. So I, um, I apologize if any of the pronunciations are incorrect, um, I did the best that I could with uh, what I had available. So there's Russian, Chinese, simplified, Chinese, traditional, Hindi, and then uh, that's the that's the second verse, essentially like a poem style. And then the third verse is in English, and the fourth is the translation of it in Portuguese, Korean, Spanish, and Turkish. So here we go. This is called <clears throat> "You Are Enough." You are enough Just as you are He'll use your rags Your deep-seated scars You are enough Don't change a thing Unless it's to please your holy king he loves who you are and knows intimately perceives all your thoughts chooses to care deeply 
you because you are you are enough just as you are he can use you your prayers he can use your gifts your spiritual gifts your musical gifts your artistic gifts whatever it is that you have been designed from the father he can use it all if you choose to keep him first place this next song i wrote after i uh, i had been dating a a guy very briefly, he was in our military here in the United States. He was an army ranger. I had met him a few months before, and uh, I was late 20, maybe early 21, and then he had to leave on an assignment somewhere, and he left. He just disappeared, and we weren't like official boyfriend or girlfriend or whatever. We had gone to a couple parties together or whatever. And he came back and he wanted to date me. And I was living under my parents' household and I had made a commitment um, at a very young age to wait until marriage. He had shown me about uh, half of his platoon had died in some country he was sent to. And he couldn't even talk about it. He said we weren't supposed to be there. And he ended up... um, not respecting my wishes one night and he had raped me and I was experiencing a lot of PTSD and you might be going through this right now if you're listening to this or you might have seen P- 
people live streaming rapes and murders and all kinds of horrific things, and it can cause PTSD. During war times, there are no rules. Men will rape women. It is very common in the history of wars. Men can rape their own women in their own nation, too. And I was so ashamed about it. I didn't even release the verbiage of being raped for 15 years. It had caused so much pain in me. I just, I stuffed it. And I learned, I learned through contribution. I had done a a mission trip to Mexico because I had so many self-harm thoughts. I couldn't get rid of it. And the therapist at school told me I'd be kicked out of my college if I shared my self-harm thoughts, which are completely normal if you have PTSD. It is normal to have self-harm thoughts. It is not normal to act on those thoughts. But spiritual warfare is real and the enemy loves to use real pain and send spiritual dark demons to attack you. So you need to use the word. Get in your scriptures. If you read the Torah, if you read the Bible, whatever your belief system is that keeps you hopeful, get in, plug in, pray to the Father, ask Him to heal you. He brings healing and he can also bring healing through contribution so I'd gone on a mission trip to uh, Mexico to see and help um, real struggling battered women in, in children's shelter where they were extremely poor we're talking doing their laundry in a in a basin outside with a cold hose just scrubbing the clothes against this little metal ridge thing and the kids all shared four birthdays a year They were either a spring birthday, a summer birthday, a fall birthday, or a winter. They didn't get their own birthdays. Everybody had jobs, and they relied completely on churches to send them money to keep them financially going to help these battered women. And that helped me to bring healing to my mind, Um, spending time with these little kids that didn't get any control over where they lived there or what. And they had experienced domestic violence and horrific situations. I'm sure some from drug cartel violence and all kinds of things. And on my way back up, um, we took a bus ride down. And then we took a bus ride back up. It took about 24 hours to get back to Washington State. That was where I was living at the time. That's where I'm from originally. About an hour south of Seattle. And um, on my way back up, the Lord gifted me this song the melody in my journal I've journaled since I was a little girl I encourage you to journal if you're going through hardship right now and even if you're going through good times to look back on what the Lord has brought you through or whatever your deity is that you identify as so this song is called somebody new and uh, finished the bridge um, earlier this year on February 25th so I started writing this in 2008 so it's never too Never too late to finish a song. (laughs) So here we go. I have walked behind your shadow. I followed close to your path. Haven't taken many chances. Always afraid that you would laugh. But here I am in the front line. Devoting all of my energy. And I've come to the realization. People love me when I meet somebody new. That's me, somebody new, trying to break free, somebody new, learning to love myself, somebody new, that's me and no one else. Yeah, you may not like it, all the changes, I gotta do what's best for me. Nearing the end of my education, learning there's more to life for me. Used to be so scared and hopeless, now it's plain to see. I take it one day at a time, every day I'm new to me, somebody new. That's me, somebody new. Trying to break free, somebody new, learning to love myself, somebody new. 
That's me and no one else. Yeah, I know the concept is hard for you to obtain. No, I'm not trying to play silly games. I'm sick and tired of hiding behind your light. This is me become one someone new mm-hmm. tonight. Somebody new. All right. Uh, you could be somebody new every day. And and ladies, we have to reinvent ourselves through through our our age process. That's that's just the reality. Um, continue becoming closer and closer like the Father, and He will continue elevating you to positions of authority if you so desire and give you an outstanding, abundant life. That's what Jesus came down on the earth to teach us, how to have an abundant life. might not mean that you have all the riches in the world, but if you have good quality friends that you can rely on in emergency times, and you can sing and dance and get to a job safely, have good health. These are, these are part of the abundant things and help people. That's what I desire to do is spread the love of the Father, however he can use me. This evil group has uh, tried to kill me 59 times since 2018. They tried to get me to join their cult many times. And I kept refusing. And then they sent a fake PhD in 2020, like the whole year. She studied my content. I didn't have that many followers. I still don't have that many followers, but I was intentional. The Lord had shown me my vision in 2018, told me I was going to be the person in the world to help people with depression worldwide, gave me my three pillars of Move Happy Mindset Community Fitness, and told me we were going to do an annual event with all faith systems, variety of faith systems, a variety of speakers, encouraging, speaking about hope and teaching people how to be empowered to find happiness from within and a variety of musical styles and genres. And 18 months later, the shutdown happened and the medical pharmaceutical group, they had created it and spent their own money on an event that they thought they could just steal, but that's okay. The father used that in my story to prove how powerful he is that I could make I could make big financial medical groups spend their money on an annual event and it was online because nobody was doing anything in 2020 so in the future we're going to be doing love tours I imagine we'll do the first one in 2024 when our commander-in-chief gets back into his rightful position in the beautiful White House. Um, but I will trust in my husband's guidance and what the military decides is best for the world. Uh, right now, we need to figure out how to protect our border and how to take care of our brothers and sisters in Israel. This song, this next song I wrote in graduate school, I was working on a project for asthmatic um, education. For uh, I was gearing it towards fifth grade level um, and I was doing, I was step, a stepmother, we weren't married, I was doing what I shouldn't have been doing, I own up to that fully, so if you're thinking about cohabitating with a man, don't do it, don't do it, it increases your likeliness to end in divorce, um, I was, this was the first person I dated after um, I had been raped from that uh, person in the military, and the first responder told me to not uh, press charges because it would ruin this man's career, and I was overcoming suicidal ideation, so I was pretty angry at our government and I wasn't ever angry at God but I I was hurting I was hurting a lot at that time so I was cohabitating whatnot and I became an instant stepmom to teenage daughters I was there every other week traveling to and fro Oregon and Washington I was teaching university classes because they paid my tuition and this was something for me I said I need something for me, I'm focused on everybody else, day in, day out. I, I would like to write a gospel song. I had never written one before, and I decided it, and the Lord gifted it to me. So this song, my mother actually helped me uh, with some of the lyrics. She's the spiritual matriarch of our nonprofit arm, Erin Nicole Ministries. She's a very spiritually sound woman. She's studied for many, many decades. 
and uh, she gave me some information to help with the lyrics. So she gets 50% credit of the song. <laughs> uh, it's called Not Afraid. So if you are afraid right now, don't be, because the father is in charge of it all. Here we go. I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid of the devil today. Cause you keep on keeping me. I know that times are often uncertain And we are not guaranteed the next day I will look to my sailboat I know he will protect my soul But I can't promise there won't be wars in fact, there's probably some today My commander will take the lead No need for me to feel afraid I'm not afraid, no, I'm not afraid I'm not afraid Sorry, burp of the devil today Cause you keep on keeping me safe Now I know you might hesitate There are paths that have tempting claims Only one he spoke about and blessed with his name that's the one I'm gonna take to the grave Ooh, And it doesn't mean that you've gotta be perfect He's the God who's full of grace He gives us his guiding scriptures No need for me to be afraid I'm not afraid, no, I'm not afraid I'm not afraid of the devil today Cause you keep on giving me safe And I wrote the, the bridge October of last year, 30th There are times in our lives we must oblige but this isn't one of those times So get on your armor And get ready to fight And don't you be afraid tonight So I hope you like that one. There are some pretty cool piano parts. He just like started working through my hands that's the holy spirit right there so but unfortunately i'm packing up getting ready to move somewhere wherever the lord sends me he guides my steps so i don't have my keyboard with me right now all right this next one i had written i uh, started writing it december 18th 2021 20, <clears throat> and then finished the i think the lyrics came first and then the music came march 20 third 2022 i was listening to a sermon from bishop td jakes and the melody and the ideas uh came through from this it's called i will never walk away from you <clears throat> it hits me when i least expect it the enemy tries to steal my joy I will not allow my heart to be broken into pieces Cause nothing gets to me without your permission Nothing gets to me without your permission And this wall you've built around me 
season and this war you've built around me. I will never walk away from you. I will never walk away from you. There's a rumble in the crowded room. I see your faces pretending they're true. You are not allow my mind to be swayed or distracted. Cause nothing gets to me without your permission and this wall you've built around me it covers me through every season it covers me through every season and this wall you've built surrounds me I will never walk away from you. I will never walk away from you. There's nothing that I can do. There's nothing that I could say. There's nothing in this world that could take your love away. There's nothing that I can do. There's nothing that I could say. There's nothing in this world that could take your love away. And this wall you've built around me, it covers me through every season. It covers me through every season. And this wall you've built surrounds me. I will never walk away from you. I will never walk away from you. And it's true. He builds a wall around us. When we sing praises to him, there is power in our music. In our history, in the Bible, in the Torah, you read it. Every war, the singers are in the front of the line. The instruments, the trumpets blast the horn for war. There is power when we sing Joshua and the, and the battle of Jericho. They played their instruments around the walls, right? They sang, they didn't, they didn't do anything but do music. And the walls came tumbling down. There is power in music. And when we praise him, he sends his guardian angels to come and fight for us. I hope that this concert, I hope that it was encouraging to you. That is my hope. I'd like to close it out with a prayer of blessing, protection for all of you listening. And you might be listening in a different country, not in the U.S. and not in Israel, and that's perfectly fine. Please join us in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we praise you for this space to worship you together as one unified body. Father, we know you are in charge of it all. You are in charge of all of our days. None of us are guaranteed tomorrow. None of us should be boasting about what we will plan to do tomorrow or the next day. For you can bring your son back at any moment for the final rapture. Father, right now, please send your guardian angels to protect, to heal, to restore, and to bring justice to our brothers and sisters in Israel. Father, you promised in Psalms, my ancestor, King David, you promised you would protect his descendants for all, for the rest of history. Thank you and I praise you for doing what you promised, for setting out and following 
following what you promised your children and you are moved by the prayers of your children. You are moved by our tears. You are moved by our mourning. Father, I thank you. I pray for anyone that is separated from you that they might have conviction in their hearts. Confess it out loud to you privately in their bedrooms or wherever they pray. And they, you would see their honest hearts, Father. They would come back to you. They would confess it. You would forgive them and wipe the slate clean and that they would never recall their mistakes, but they would walk in, a, in accordance of your plans. And you say to love you first and to love our neighbors. That's it. That's what Jesus said was the most two most important rules. To love you first. And to love our neighbors, to love our enemies, to love everybody. Father, I thank you. I thank you for reminding us all that you're in charge. And I thank you and I praise you in advance for swift resolution for our brothers and sisters in Israel. Pray this in your heavenly name. Amen. If you don't have a personal relationship with the Father, you can ask Him. All you need to do is ask Him to come into your heart, confess that you've made mistakes, that you are a sinner, and ask Him to come into your heart and then Walk away, repent from sinful lifestyle. That means you get plugged into a Bible-based church. You get plugged in wherever your faith system is. If you have a different um, identity of your faith, get plugged into that church. Start praying. Start praising your deity. And let's band together for peace and for love. Nobody likes wars. The only people that do are the ones that are just trying to take over your land. It's wars that have been going on for thousands and thousands of years. So let's stand up and protect our brothers and sisters. Love you guys. Anything else, Father, you'd like me to say? He's uh, sending me to a scripture. So I'm going to get my scripture out. <clears throat> This is in the Old Testament. Nehemiah 13, 4. <clears throat> Before this, uh, Iliad Eliashib, the priest, had been put in charge of the storerooms of the house of our God. He was closely associated with Tobiah, and he had provided him with a large room for merely used to store the grain offerings and incense and temple articles, and also the tithes of grain, new wine, and oil prescribed for the Levites, singers, and gatekeepers, as well as the contributions for the priests. But while all this was going on, I was not in Jerusalem. For in the 32nd year of our Xerxes, king of Babylon, I had returned to the king. Sometime later, I asked his permission and came back to Jerusalem. Here I learned about the evil thing Eliashib had done in providing Tobiah a room in the courts of the house of God. I was greatly displeased and threw all Tobiah's household goods out of the room. I gave orders to purify the rooms, and then I put... Put back into them the equipment of the house of God with the grain offerings and the incense. I also learned that the portions assigned to the Levites had not been given to them, and that all the Levites and singers responsible for the service had gone back to their own fields. So I rebuked the officials and asked them, Why is the house of God neglected? Then I called them together and stationed them at their posts. All Judah brought the tithes of grain, new wine, and oil into the storerooms. I put Shelemiah the priest, Zadok the scribe, and a Levite named uh, Pediah in charge of the storerooms and made Hanan, son of Zakur, <clears throat> the son of Mataniah, their assistant, because these men were considered trustworthy. They were made responsible for distributing the supplies to their brothers. Remember me for this. 
O my God, and do not blot out what I have so faithfully done for the house of my God and its services. In those days I saw men in Judah treading wine presses on the Sabbath and bringing in grain and loading it on donkeys together with wine, grapes, figs, and all other kinds of loads. And they were bringing all this into Jerusalem on the Sabbath. Therefore I warned them against selling food on that day. Men from Tyre who lived in Jerusalem were bringing in fish and all kinds of merchandise and selling them in Jerusalem on the Sabbath to the people of Judah. I rebuked the nobles of Judah and said to them, What is this wicked thing you are doing, desecrating the Sabbath day? Didn't your forefathers do the same things so that our God brought all this calamity upon us and upon this city? Now you are stirring up more wrath against Israel by desecrating the Sabbath. Yes, Father. When evening shadows fell on the gates of Jerusalem before the Sabbath, I ordered the doors to be shut and not opened until the Sabbath was over. I stationed some of my own men at the gates so that no load could be brought in on the Sabbath day. Once or twice the merchants and sellers of all kinds of goods spent the night outside Jerusalem, but I warned them and said, Why do you spend the night by the wall? If you do this again, I will lay hands on you. From that time on, they no longer came on the Sabbath. Then I commanded the Levites to purify themselves and go and guard the gates in order to keep the Sabbath day holy. Remember me for this also, O my God, and show mercy to me according to your great love. Moreover, in those days I saw men of Judah who had married women from Ashdod, Ammon, and Moab. Half of their children spoke the language of Ashad or the language of one of the other peoples and did not know how to speak the language of Judah. I rebuked them and called curses down on them. I beat some of the men and pulled out their hair. I made them take an oath in God's name and said, You are not to give your daughters in marriage to their sons, nor are you to take their daughters in marriage for your sons or for yourselves. Was it not because of marriages like these that Solomon, king of Israel, sinned? Among the many nations, there was no king like him. He was loved by his God, and God made him king over all Israel. But even he was led into sin by foreign women. Must we hear now that you too are doing all this terrible wickedness and are being unfaithful to our God by marrying foreign women? One of the sons of Joida, son of son of Eliashib, the high priest, was son-in-law to Sanballat, the Horonite, and I drove him away from me. Remember them, O oh my God, because they defiled the priestly office and the covenant of the priesthood and of the Levites. So I purified the priests and the Levites of everything foreign and assigned them duties, each of his own task. I also made provision for contributions of wood at designated times and for the first fruits. Remember me with favor. Oh my God. <clears throat> He's giving me a message for you. The only time I separate nations on purpose is to protect my children from being swayed to not keep me first place. I created all, but some choose to not hear my voice. Come back to me. Keep the Sabbath day holy. Keep your tithes. And ask the synagogues to be transparent with their monies, how they are using them. Many, many churches around the world, synagogues, religious systems, are involved in the harming of children. They are pretending to be religious 
in a certain faith, but practicing the satanic sacrificing of children in private. Those people will be completely annihilated off the face of the earth. You're either pro, supporting, protecting of families, or you are against. There is no in-between. Okay, sending me to the New Testament, Matthew. It's one of the first books of the Bible. Matthew 24. Verse 3. This is the signs of the end of the age. As Jesus was sitting on the Mount of Olives, the disciples came to him privately. Tell us, they said, when will this happen? And what will be the sign of your coming and of the end of the age? Jesus answered, watch out that no one deceives you. For many will come in my name claiming I am the Christ and will deceive many. You will hear of wars and rumors of wars, but see to it that you are not alarmed. Such things must happen but the end is still to come. Nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There will be famines and earthquakes in various places. All these are the beginning of birth pains. Then you will be handed over to be persecuted and put to death, and you will be hated by all nations because of me. At that time, many will turn away from the faith and will betray and hate each other. And many false prophets will appear and deceive many people. Because of the increase of wickedness, the love of most will grow cold. But he who stands firm to the end will be saved. And this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in the whole world as a testimony to all nations. And then the end will come. So when you see standing in the holy place the abomination that causes desolation spoken of through the prophet Daniel, let the reader understand. Then let those who are in Judea flee to the mountains. Let no one on the roof of his house go down to take anything out of the house. Let no one in the field go back to get his cloak. How dreadful it will be in those days for pregnant women and nursing mothers. Pray that your flight will not take place in winter or on the Sabbath, for then there will be great distress, unequaled from the beginning of the world until now, and never to be equaled again. If those days had not been cut short, no one would survive, but for the sake of the elect, those days will be shortened. At that time, if anyone says to you, look, here is the Christ, or there he is, do not believe it. For false Christs and false prophets will appear and perform great signs and miracles and deceive even the elect. If that were possible, see, I have told you ahead of time. So if anyone tells you, there he is out of the desert, do not go out, or here he is in the inner rooms, do not believe it. For as lightning that comes from the east is visible, even in the west, so will be the coming of the Son of Man. Wherever there is a carcass, There the vultures will gather. Immediately after the distress of those days, the sun will be darkened and the moon will not give its light. The stars will fall from the sky and the heavenly bodies will be shaken. At that time, the sign of the Son of Man will appear in the sky and all the nations of the earth will mourn. They will see the Son of Man coming on the clouds of the sky with power and great glory. And he will send his angels with a loud trumpet call and they will gather his elect from the four winds, from one end of the heavens to the other. Now learn this lesson from the fig tree. As soon as its twigs get tender and its leaves come out, you know that summer is near. Even so, when you see all these things, you know it is near right at the door. I tell you the truth, this generation will certainly not pass away until all these things have happened. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will never pass away. Yes, Father. He wants me to keep reading. The day and hour unknown. No one knows about that day or hour, not even the angels in heaven, nor the Son, but only the Father. As it was in the days of Noah, so it will be at the coming of the Son of Man. 
For in the days before the flood, people were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage up to the day Noah entered the ark, and they knew nothing about what would happen until the flood came and took them all away. This is how it will be at the coming of the Son of Man. Two men will be in the field, one will be taken and the other one left. Two women will be grinding with a hand mill, one will be taken and the other left. Therefore keep watch. Because you do not know, on that day your Lord will come. But understand this, excuse me, if the owner of the house had known at what time of night the thief was coming, he would have kept watch and would not have let his house be broken into. So you also must be ready, because the Son of Man will come at an hour when you do not expect him. Who then is the faithful and wise servant? whom the master has put in charge of the servants in his household to give them their food at the proper time. It will be good for that servant whose master finds him doing so when he returns. I tell you the truth, he will put him in charge of all his possessions. But suppose that servant is wicked and says to himself, My master is staying away a long time, and he then begins to beat his fellow servants and to eat and drink with drunkards. The master of that servant will come on a day when he does not expect him, and at an hour he is not aware of. He will cut him to pieces and assign him a place with the hypocrites, where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Mm. You want me to keep reading, Father? Okay, so here is a parable of the ten virgins. At that time, this is chapter 25 of Matthew. <clears throat> At that time, the kingdom of heaven will be like ten virgins who took their lamps and went out to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were foolish and five were wise. The foolish ones took their lamps but did not take any oil with them. The wise, however, took oil in jars along with their lamps. The bridegroom was a long time in coming and they all came drowsy and fell asleep. At midnight, the cry rang out, Here's the bridegroom. Come out to meet him. Then all the virgins woke up and trimmed their lamps. The foolish ones said to the wise, Give us some of your oil. Our lamps are going out. No, they replied. There may not be enough both for us, both us and you. Instead, go to those who sell oil and buy some for yourselves. But while they were on their way to buy the oil, the bridegroom arrived. The virgins who were ready went in with him to the wedding banquet, and the door was shut. Later, the others also came. Sir, sir, they said, open the door for us. But he replied, I tell you the truth, I don't know you. Therefore keep watch, because you do not know the day or the hour. Plan for everything and expect the best. But plan for the worst case scenarios that might happen. That is training in pretty much any job that included uh, some sort of medical component, uh, lifeguarding. They trained us for the worst case scenarios in case there was someone that like had a neck injury, back injury, you know, bleeding, cuts, things of that nature. Um, when I worked in a psychiatric hospital with patients that had Many of them had committed crimes. They trained us worst-case scenario in case they went into psychosis. Many people right now in the world are in psychosis. Part of that might be this violence, this Hamas. I don't know. I don't know what's in the minds of, of people that are hurting and, and choose in their pain to harm other people. My boyfriend in college chose to rape me after I asked him to wait until marriage when he told me a week before that he was fine with it and he knew that I was a Christian he knew that I lived in my parents household but half of his platoon had died and he was not able to talk to anybody about it because our nation wasn't even supposed to be there he was grieving and our military expected him to be a tough warrior and hurting people hurt people there are no rules in love and war so my heart goes out to you especially those of you that have lost your family members babies grandparents 
I'm praying for you and your families for peace and for a swift resolution. Um, if, if this episode has encouraged you, if you liked any of the songs or whatnot or the scriptures, um, please share it with someone else that could use some encouragement right now. Thank you. And we're praying for you. Anything else, Father? All right. Don't forget to tell someone you love them today. And we'll see you next time.